welcome back to another episode and a very special holiday edition episode of On the Fence Physio. I hope uh, um, we have uh, can include some like sleigh bell sound effects in our intro, maybe like that'd be that'd be fun. Sprinkle in something holiday cheer. Some glockenspiel um, bells, yeah. <laughs> This uh, our our podcast was probably gonna be a little more eclectic this um, time because uh, Matt and I are going to be playing a bit of a game during. Um, we're gonna play a drinking game during this. So uh, if you're under 21, don't listen to the podcast. I guess um, don't drink unless you're over 21. Follow follow your guidelines. I guess uh, other countries have different drinking ages. Does that? I, I mean, maybe. But anyway, if you can work in a holiday-related pun, Matt, you can make me take a drink. If I can work in a holiday-related pun, you know, spruce things up a bit. I see what you, can... you did there. I see, I see what, what you did there. You know, it's one of those things like for me being a father of three, potentially four people in this next upcoming year, you think I'd be better at these dad Yeah, you think I'd be better at these dad jokes, these puns, but you have me – by far and away, outclassed with a pun game. Well, you just have to stay in the presence. Mm. I only have one <laughs> bottle of wine, so <laughs> I'll take small sips. Right. <laughs> one bottle of wine. For sure. So, Andy, what are some of your highlights from the year 2020? Great. So we wanted to look back at some of our um, – we started this podcast this year, so this podcast is appro- approaching its one-year um, birthday, and we really want to, you know, I mean, we're excited about it, but I'm trying to reindeer in my enthusiasm. <laughs> uh, so we started um, with an episode about COVID. God, that was a, you know, rough one to start with, and um, we uh, talked about things like patient-requested treatment, PT dosage. We talked about prehab residency and which was our most popular episode by far so you uh yeah the residency one so i do think um your you know shameless plugging of our podcast to uh students (laughs) we've capitalized on young audience so thank you very much uh pt students because you probably make up at least half of our uh six to eleven listeners that spotify estimates (laughs) that's just me six of those are me i just listen to it every day (laughs) on my way to work we got a, um, we got a minivan recently that has you know Bluetooth, so I can just click on my Spotify, play straight through the speakers. Whereas it's the first car I've ever owned that has automatic windows. So, living the high life. <laughs> well, you're gonna need a van for the brood that you have. Um, we also wanted to uh, you know look look forward too because i mean we we did we have done a lot of fun topics um we've addressed a couple of you know gray issues we've had some conversation around these things with um other other physical therapists other physical therapy students other healthcare providers on twitter which we really again we want to thank everybody out there for um that got involved in those conversations but uh going forward what are we going to do with this podcast now are we going to keep Keep the same old, same old. Um, are we happy with where we're at? Are we gonna um, mix things up a little bit? You know. Yeah. No, we're gonna try to bring a little more joy to the world of physical therapy. In that, we're gonna <laughs> add more episodes 
per month. So we're going to go from a once monthly topic to session to probably twice is going to be the goal for 2021. And we're going to spice it up a little bit, spruce it up a little bit with other I got topics. A little bit. Well, you're just sl okay. you're slaying these puns, so you're not leaving me with much leftovers. So we're gonna uh, expand. We're gonna span, expand our topics of discussion <laughs> in 2021 as well. Well, I didn't see that coming. Okay, um, love that plan. Just gonna be more video editing or audio editing work for you, so I'm fine with that. Well, There's you, more of me talking stuff, you, which I'm fine. Yeah, and you got me this sweet official podcasting microphone for Christmas, so mm -hmm. I'll have less editing work to make myself sound better yeah i would say right now you sound very eyes nice <laughs> <laughs> so winter puns count uh -oh. to you you're you're cold-hearted <laughs> well it's the season <laughs> um cold-hearted i'll take that one that's fine <laughs> i'm trying i gotta get you through that irish coffee somehow uh-huh oh that's great. Minty, too. Um, yeah, I don't know. If drinking on a podcast, is that mistletoeing the line, or is this okay? <laughs> oh, all day. <clears throat> um, yes, so going forward, adding in some more content, I think that I've really enjoyed um, interviewing uh, my PT student student on during her in-service. That was great. I think that I'll continue to have students will continue to include them as long as they're okay with it. I mean, if you, if you, uh, if you really can't find a place to be a, uh, do a clinical affiliation and you're really desperate to get out to Rockville, Maryland, you know, like, uh, <laughs> reach out to me on Twitter. I got a spot for you. I love having students come and do like 50 to 75% of my work. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> happy to have you um and uh, the in-service um that are provided are fantastic learning opportunities not just for the students but also for me too i get to pick up a little bit of new information and then share that with everybody so i like that um and then i'm hoping matt that maybe uh maybe you know some uh pt peoples out there you know some people that are maybe uh, expert gurus Ooh, get a guru please get a guru <laughs> and interview them and get um his slash her slash their thoughts on um, physical therapy things. And, you know, for sure. I would also like, I would also like a, um, to interview a patient at some point, get a patient perspective. Um, we, we sometimes get lost in the weeds here uh, with some healthcare lingo. Um, you know, um, we get, we forget that, um, you know, we need to be able to educate at all levels, right? To be able to talk at all levels. And I think that if we can get um, some patient perspectives on here too, and kind of hear what are some of their concerns with physical therapy, because we talk about, you know, a lot of these gray topics, a lot of these issues that physical therapists or physical therapy students are interested in, not sure about, but what are some of the things that patients think are gray? What are some of the things that patients think are um, issues worth discussing in physical therapy? I, I would really love for somebody to reach out to me on Twitter so um, you can reach out to our Twitter account at OTF Physio would be a great way to do it. Um, direct message or tweet at us. Um, if you're a patient or you've been a patient for any kind of physical therapy services and you just want to share, like, what are some of the questions that you have about physical therapy? Man, I would love to do like episodes, whole series. And that would that. be 
fantastic if we could get a, a patient series of, you know, what their concerns are, what they think of certain things, what they want. Yeah, that'd be great. We'd really be, uh, we'd really be rocking around a Christmas tree. Let the dancing begin. Sorry, Matt, with these puns, I don't want to be too elfish, you know, and take them all myself. <laughs> it's all right. You're just, you're taking them all. All that you're going to be left with is a silent night on my end. Oh, right. So I think that's a, that's a really good plan. I'm um, pretty excited about where we can head with the podcast. I think we do have some more topics to discuss that we've, we've brainstormed. But we all we are also happy to accept uh, possible conversational topics from anybody else. So please, anybody, anybody, suggest topics if you're interested in us. We'll do the groundwork. You know, we'll dig through the literature we can find. We'll get conversations with experts in the field. We'll try to figure out how to answer your question as best we can. And it's really easy, right? All I got to do is type out a little text or a little tweet to us, right? We'll do all the hard work. We'll do all the hard work, and I think. What I had hoped for this podcast and the medium of Twitter, which is difficult, is that it could be an area where there could be good debate, there could be ideas expressed without the, whatever you want to cancel culture, of social media. And I think we've had some Ooh. good, uh, we've had some good discussions within the threads. Uh, and that's been encouraging for me is to hear different sides and to have people discuss different perspectives. And that's been encouraging to me. Yeah. I mean, I don't want you getting too sentimental on me. <laughs> um, but yes, I, I, I want to call out the people. So anybody who's responded to any of our threads and has complained that, Oh, it's too hard to get your point across in the character limit. Make your thought more succinct. <laughs> Shorten it up. If you can't get your point across in the, the character limit, then obviously you don't know what you're, you know, like, I feel like you don't know what you're talking about. Like, that's the thing is like experts in their, in their field, experts in that topic can convey their information at all levels, right? They can convey it simply. They can convey it, com you know, complicated in a complicated manner, like, don't use that. That's a lame excuse. I, get on. Yeah, no, I say that. that it's the listener's fault. You know, I said exactly <laughs> what I meant. You just didn't understand it, you idiot. Well, I mean, honestly, if we're using um, good um, steel manning tactics for um, mm. debate, right? Steel man versus straw man. I love it. Right, steel man versus straw man. So I think we've talked about this in a previous episode. Just quick review for anybody who might be listening to the, the holiday special <laughs> rather than any actual content. Uh, <laughs> is that uh, you know, straw man argument is to prop up you know like somebody's argument, you know, put a fake um, thing out there. Politicians frequently use this tactic to try to make um, the position that their opponent is holding look really bad you know they'll they'll you know they'll prop up an argument saying that oh you voted against this bill this bill was to stop people from kicking puppies and they'll say ah you're obviously pro puppy kicking you know like whereas that bill might have included some other things like you know increasing the you know national debt like so much or taking away health care from veterans or something but they just prop up that you know straw man argument of ah 
puppy kicking. You really uh, must be pro puppy kicking. Um, whereas a steel manning argument is the exact opposite. Rather than the um, person who's arguing against, you know, kind of picking what the, the, their opponent represents them, you ask questions, you clarify um, your opponent's like standpoint, you ask, you know, like questions and you try to build up their argument until you come to an understanding. I, I, I feel like the best way to come to a steel man argument is when you can say, I believe that your thoughts are this and lay out. And if they go, yes, those are my thoughts. That's what I believe too. Then you've come to the steel man argument. And that's when you can start working, picking apart that as you go. But until you've established that, you know, like which you can do on Twitter, I've done it on Twitter. I know you can't, you know, like if you're not sure what the position they're saying is just ask a question. Okay, then they'll tweet a response and you can ask another question, tweet a response. I feel like you believe this. And if they say, no, I believe this and you haven't gotten there yet. If they say, yes, you've gotten there. Great. Yeah. Then you can block. <laughs> then you can block them. No, I think that's a, a great point. Twitter can, I think, be a, a very uh, constructive area for debate and discourse. It just looks a little different than sitting across from somebody uh, at a table, but really not. You know. Right, you can't you can't talk as long. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> it's difficult, difficult for for you maybe, but <laughs> oh, um, maybe. Um, I mean, some people with the character count, maybe they're just feeling a little claustrophobic. <laughs> Ooh, it's about empty. <laughs> Get a refill here. <laughs> uh, that's right. I'm 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 halfway through this bottle. <laughs> We're 14 minutes in. Can Matt drink a whole bottle of wine in 20 minutes? The answer is yes. And he will be as lit as a Christmas tree. <laughs> as lit as a Christmas tree. <laughs> Birch, please. <laughs> is Birch a Christmas thing? Ah, uh, I don't know. What kind of trees can you make a Christmas tree? I was just thinking about trees. Yeah, this is it's not the podcast. I did I did hear that there's I mean, people a, tell me my bark is worse than my bite, but I mean <laughs> there was a I heard a story, I think on Freakonomics uh, last week, where in Minnesota there's this tree topping scam. You can try to sell the tops of spruce trees for like two dollars a piece. And these people go through these spruce forests and chop off the top of all these spruce trees they can do like ten thousand spruce trees in a night and it sells them on the black market it's like dang i'm in the wrong business i should be topping the spruce trees it doesn't damage the trees who's buying the top so it's like all the rage on pinterest and stuff there's all these things you can do with these spruce tree tops and they sell them for like 10 bucks retail uh so there's legitimate spruce tree top farmers in minnesota who sell them to places like lowe's home depot walmart all that stuff uh, mm. but because of the demand this year and everyone's staying home and want to decorate this black market for spruce tree toppers showed up so we might also add in some more random factoids within our podcast our physical therapy related culture reference because right. that reminds me of the uh the seinfeld episode of tops only right where have you seen that one? I have. They start a muffin place that sells only the muffin tops, but then they're left with all these muffin bottoms, and they start to accumulate, and they know what to do with them. And then the end of the episode is great because they have Newman sit down with a garbage bag full of muffin bottoms and a giant thing of milk. 
<laughs> oh, oh, I love that. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I was having to, uh, um, I mean, a lot of patients were, uh, a lot of patients ask questions about like, oh, what are you going to do for the holidays? And this holiday, a little more awkward to answer that question, right? Um, I won't say awkward because I was honest. I felt like we have uh, we have a responsibility as healthcare providers in a pandemic to like be giving good healthcare advice, even if it's a little outside of our scope of practice. I don't think that managing a pandemic and doing public health are the scope of practice for physical therapists, but I feel like we just need to be on board with it, right? I feel like even if it's not our scope, we need to we just need to do it because if patients are asking us like, oh, what are you doing? Like that's an opportunity for you to be like, oh, I'm being responsible. I'm not going to go visit family members. Yeah, or they ask you, what do you think of a vaccine? Is, is that vaccine safe? I'm not a virologist, but, you know, yeah, I, um, I hear you. Thankfully, I live, in, I live in a part of Maryland that is uh, very um, medically literate and uh, very trusting overall science. I have not had a single patient be like, oh, I'm not so sure about this vaccine thing. Like, I have patients that are like, oh, you, you, where'd you hear about a vaccine? Is there, is there one? <laughs> Can I get one here? <laughs> And no, uh, I'd like one. You know, if you find one laying around, let me know. You know. <laughs> so your holiday plans to your patients, you had to be pretty boring about it. I, well, I, I took it as an opportunity, but I also um, said that you know this year I was you know rather than celebrate Christmas because Christmas I feel like is is all about you know celebrating with family and you know gathering around, um, gathering people together. I was like, ah, I'm going to do Festivus this year. So getting back to our Seinfeld references, um, cause I have a lot of grievances to air. So, um, at the start of the pandemic, I created a list on, uh, so uh, the, uh, Amazon device, I won't say her name cause she's listening all the time. Um, I think but, you can rename um, her, you know that, right? You can rename her and oh, like I don't can... know what I would rename her. Whatever you want. Jarvis. <laughs> you Jarvis. Know. Ooh. I like that. And then you could say Alexa, which mine is Cortana. Right yeah, Cortana. And she wouldn't listen. So yeah. All right, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> but anyway, I created a list of things COVID ruined. And I would just, you know, every time something, you know, came up, I would just yell at her um to add it to the list. And um over Festivus, you know, to add the grievances, I opened up that list for the first time. I had seventy-one things oh my gosh. on that list throughout the pandemic, things that COVID ruined. Um so I had plenty of grievances to air, kept myself very entertained. Um while Melanie worked a twenty-eight hour shift over Christmas. I also watched all three John Wick movies, which I had never seen before. How were those, by Love the way? Yeah, I heard, I heard uh, they were decent. I'm I'm gonna fanboy here for a second. Just give me like a couple seconds on the clock. So um, the the directors are former stuntmen, and they own a stuntman company, which you know tries to make all the stunts that you do very much more real. So um, John Wick movies have created kind of a new standard for actor preparation that their company does. So like Keanu Reeves did like seven eight months of kung fu training, stunt training, um, combat shooting training, driving training, so that he could basically do almost every single stunt of the movies. And they do a lot less of the quick cuts that a lot of action movies do so that they can, you know, like get stunt doubles in and out. So the movie just looks really good. Like I didn't, I hadn't realized how, 
you know, much, you know, like action movies recently had been relying on CGI and quick cuts and things and stunt doubles until I watched this Wick movie. And I was like, wow, this is like, it's just a little bit cleaner. I felt like I, I don't want to like try to defend the movie like I'm some movie critic or anything. And I know, but like it does, it does, it is a noticeable difference um, with how much more you see Keanu doing like the action things because you can see his face while he's doing it. It's not a CGI face. It's his face, you know, like doing these things, doing these stunts. And basically he did every stunt other than falling downstairs or falling off of balconies. So you heard it here and, first. Um, Go watch John Wick. It's an, endorsed by a physical therapist. <laughs> <laughs> You're okay with death and blood and guts. I mean, it's violent, you know, ask your parents first. <laughs> um, but I mean, what actually made, you know, again, I'm going to plug some other thing, but what made me interested in doing it is because I started playing cyberpunk, which has Keanu Reeves in it, um, his face, his voice, you know, video game character. Now that game has terrible reviews. How do you yes, feel about mostly it? because, it, well, I, it's a really good game. I still enjoy it. Um, yes, it has a lot of all the problems that people say it has is super glitchy. It has a hard time running on older soft, older hardware. Um, but I don't care. It's still fun. <laughs> Some people have really high standards for things. <laughs> my standards are low. I work in physical therapy. My standards say low. <laughs> well, Andy, do we have anything else to, uh, cover in this holiday special? Um, no, I'm, um, I'm really thankful again to anybody, everybody who contributed to our podcast in some way, shape, or form. Um, specifically, I'd like to thank my lovely, ever-faithful um, wife, ever-supportive wife, um, Melanie, who has you know, guest-starred on some things, who's commented on some things, and who continues to allow me to hide out in the basement for hours at a time to record these things. Um, very grateful to her. Um, very grateful to you, Matt, for uh, participating in this, because if I was doing this by myself, it would be of much, much lesser quality. Um, so very thankful for that. Very thankful for all our listeners. Um, and I am excited to where we can take this podcast in 2021 and into the future. I shouldn't think much farther than that. 2021 is about as we should be thinking, right? Yeah. Don't get too far ahead of ourselves. Who knows? Murder Hornets could come back and this could be all we have. 2021. You will never see it coming. You will never see it coming. No, because I'll have (laughs) drunk a whole bottle of wine and it'll be okay. You know why there's so many more gingerbread men than gingerbread women? Why? The damn pastryarchy. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers to that, Andy. Cheers to that. Cheers to 2021. Cheers to 2020. And here's the 2021. Here's the 2021. Um, And we're going to release this episode well after the holidays well <laughs> unlike most people i guess <laughs> but did this ahead of time we're gonna do it yeah. during and release after yeah, yeah for sure give you something in the new year <laughs> That's a right. gift from us the physio on the feds physio signing off happy 2021